I don't know what space exploration will uncover, but I don't think it'll be exploration just for the sake of exploration. I think it'll be more the fact that it allows us to see things that maybe we should have seen a long time ago, but just haven't been able to until now. Hello, everybody. Welcome to So What'd You Think? Today we have a brand new episode. Yeah, so for those of you who don't know, though, uh, I'm Nick. Uh, this is a movie podcast show where basically me and a guest will come on every week and we'll discuss a, a movie that we have both not seen and we talk about it right after. So for this week, uh, I brought on, uh, this is the second returning guest. Uh, this is my roommate, Kareem. Introduce yourself. Say hello, hi. hello. At this point, <laughs> if you've been listening to other episodes, you've probably heard me talk before. Yeah. I'm still Kareem. <laughs> You're still Kareem? You haven't changed? <laughs> yeah. I was on, like, last week. Yeah, it was not long ago. <laughs> Quick turnaround. The fans yeah. wanted you back. Well, <laughs> I'm pretty... <laughs> it's a big name attached to the show now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're really blowing up. <laughs> so what'd you think, featuring Kareem? <laughs> Yeah, you're just going to take over from me. <laughs> I'm getting fired. <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah, so this the movie we watched this week was First Man, which is the Damien Chazelle-directed, Ryan Gosling-starring, Neil Armstrong biopic, <laughs> basically. It came Good out this past out. weekend. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's just basically the story of Neil Armstrong <laughs> taking his first steps on the moon and his life leading up to that yeah something that. like that yeah <laughs> i feel like you probably have heard of this movie <laughs> i don't i don't really need to explain it if you haven't heard of the movie at least you've heard of neil armstrong you know yeah there's, there's definitely there's a reason to stay <laughs> listen to the podcast <laughs> is what we're saying <laughs> um but yeah so before we get into spoilers uh for those of you who haven't seen the movie we'll we'll do a little non-spoiler a section right here at the beginning and then we'll jump into it we got to do better about like alerting when we get into the spoilers, yeah i'll be like so. alert I'll, I'll make it really loud i'll have like a little fire alarm or something <laughs> um but okay so kareem so what'd you think what it, <laughs> since we've been having we haven't talked oh in like two God. hours since yeah we, saw this <laughs> we got out of the movie at like 12 30 and now it's now it's two and mm-hmm. just that hour and a half we walked out and i just was like oh my god i just want to say something okay yeah exactly um First things first, I really liked it. It was it was fun to watch. It was awesome. Um, we saw it in IMAX, which was yes. really cool. We the shot Chinese up. theater. That, yeah. was, that was really cool. Yeah, really awesome movie theater. Um, yeah. But no, the movie was awesome. Um, it was it was kind of epic in a way. Mm-hmm. If that's not like epic in like. Bro, that's so epic. It's like like epic in the Odyssey sense. Mm. Like, <laughs> kind of. Um, yeah, it's, it's also very not at the same time. Yeah, it's a very grand movie in terms of what the story is about and and certain shots and the way it's framed and everything. But no pun intended. It's it does a really good job of kind of keeping it down to earth. I was literally about to say yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, no pun. Int- it does that really well. It's it mm-hmm. stays um, level headed and it never gets too big and you always feel connected to it despite the grandiosity of you know the of like what the movie's about and the story of man on the moon yeah i mean everyone's heard of this story so like yeah they have to do something with it yeah to keep it interesting for people exactly there Um, were definitely certain parts where i'm like oh yeah this definitely didn't happen this way but yeah i i feel like i I need to know more about neil armstrong's life because there was there's 
there's parts where I was like, oh, yeah. wait, really? Just his character in general was like, whoa, is this really what Neil Armstrong was like? Yeah, um, I'm curious how accurate it is. I yeah, I, want, I, I, I probably <laughs> should have done some reading up on it. Yeah, I went on the Wikipedia page right before this, and I didn't see anything about the like little historical inaccuracy section on yeah. the page, so that was my effort. But like, <laughs> looking it up. yeah, I don't know. These movies just are never perfectly accurate. That's not what they're supposed to do. Yeah, unless it's unless it's Selma, at which point, <laughs> then you're getting yeah. pretty good. Oh, we'll talk about like yeah. specific stuff and whether. But or no, not I love the movie. It was it was beautiful. It was, um, it was touching, and it was. I just really liked it. Yeah, I feel like I can't really say much more without getting too deep into the movie. Yeah. What about you? Um, I'm pretty much on the same page. I mean, I, I really liked it. Um, we'll talk about how it compares to, like his other films and just like other space movies. I think. Um, but no, I, I really liked it. I think it got dragged a little, maybe in the second art, like second act, a little bit, just like with pacing issues. Like I think the. I think just generally the movie had some pacing issues throughout yeah, the whole thing. It was it was kind of long. Like it went fast and certain like some scenes flew by and certain parts yeah. of the movie flew, but then other yeah. parts like really dragged. And I looked at the runtime; it was like two hours and twenty minutes or something. Like That's that. true. There were some it's parts like, oh, where wow. I'm like, "Hold on, what just happened?" And then there were other parts where I'm like, All "This right. has been going on for like, a while." Too much shaky cam. <laughs> yeah, that that bugged me, man. Yeah, there was it, it was a stylistic choice. It was. It, I, <laughs> How far can you go before it's it's no longer a stylistic choice though? <laughs> it's like, <just> lazy. <laughs> yeah. Or not even lazy. It was like, it was like the cameraman himself is is like live action <laughs> and he's like darting back and forth and he's like yeah. trying to constantly fix the zoom and. Yeah. At this, yeah. if you've seen the movie, you know exactly what we're talking about at this point. But yeah. Before, so. without getting into that, just generally, basic takeaways for you. Yeah. Now this movie was really good. This is absolutely a movie you need to see um, in general, and then not only that, but see in a theater and in IMAX if you can. I, there's there are certain scenes in this movie that it's like I was just like, wow, I'm I'm really glad I bought this yeah. ticket. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And I think the the cool part about it was it had the giant screen and it had the awesome views and everything, mm. but um, because it was, I'm assuming it was on film when it was being played. Uh-huh. Um, it wasn't. It didn't look very digital. Like you could see the kind of blurriness and the effects of, of being on the film. Yeah. Like act physical film. Right. Right. Um, yeah. We'll talk about that too. Like yeah. the, the styles, the shoes, and stuff. Um, but yeah, no, that was great. I mean, the acting is great. Like the performances. Like the directing is oh. great. The camera work. Yeah. Like every, there's a very particular style. The sound you can, mixing. You can tell. Sound mixing was awesome. Yeah. Sound mixing. That's another thing. Yeah. I had, that was that really. That about. was really yeah. good. All of that. That's. It's great. But, Just, yeah, Damien Chazelle takes it away. Ryan Gosling continues yeah. to astound me. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think at the was, end we, yeah. we should also talk about potential like Oscar buzz. You think? I, yeah, okay. I think for something. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It, we'll talk about which be parts you think. Um, okay. But uh, okay, so now we're gonna get into spoilers now. So <laughs> we um, appreciate you listening to this far, but <laughs> go away. Yeah, <laughs> go all, see this movie though. Yeah, uh, honestly, it's great. All five minutes of like spoilerish free. Yeah, that was, that was like <laughs> five-ish minutes. <laughs> we did a good job. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, but yeah. So the first thing I've written down is the aesthetic yeah. of this film. Um, I feel like that's definitely worth talking about. So they kind of went for like this home movie thing for Earth, yeah. at least, mm-hmm. which is really interesting and I, what you're saying is like oh I, that's like a good it was description shot on film. actually yeah is it shot on film 
I don't know if it's shot on film, but like you saw what it like the kind of I understand the, yeah, but yeah, it kind of felt like what I did for like my like little Amsterdam video I made where I took digital yeah. film and, and then, then I just put it grain look, over it yeah. and made it look old. No, it definitely looked grainy, one hundred percent. Which is totally like the purpose I think is for mm-hmm. two reasons. One, it's like the nineteen sixties, so they're trying to make the film feel like that, but also it it like shows a better contrast when he's like on the moon and yeah. then they like cut back to That's true, yeah. when he's home and it's like all grainy like like home footage. Yeah. Um I really if I remember correctly the first and the first time the movie actually just feels crystal clear like a digital movie would be was when you get that first panorama of the moon and the landscape. Yeah. I think yeah, it's really all the moon shot. That's what yeah. that's what made it even better. Like when they showed the moon and like they opened the door and then you just see the moon and you're just yeah. like oh, and it's like crisp and it's like IMAX and it's just like all its like film glory. Yeah. yeah. And it's, and you, it's and you, so different from the rest of the film like It is. And you really literally hear like the breath being taken away as they open the door and the air yeah. pressure gets sucked out and there's a, a very literal whoosh yeah i was like i literally like my breath went away i was like oh, oh my god it's like, that's cool yeah and then literally the next 20 minutes is just like moon porn it's just like great yeah just basically like, yeah. Uh, he's just like walking around the moon just taking it all in yeah and it's just it's glorious buzz aldrin's are over there like hopping around yeah, he's and... hopping around <laughs> he's just being buzz you know he's yeah. just buzzing buzz annoyed me a lot in this movie um yeah is buzz an asshole in real life because that's I don't know, definitely because... the only thing i got out of this movie <laughs> and it's not even like he's an asshole like at some point it's like he's literally an asshole in every every, yeah, every line every line like it's in, like, like he's up, written that way exactly <laughs> but then that makes me wonder like how can we expect, from a storytelling perspective at least, how can we expect Buzz Aldrin to be such an asshole and then still cooperate with, with our buddy Armstrong over here so well when it actually comes to the flight? Yeah. I always thought Neil Armstrong and Buzz Aldrin had more of, like, this buddy duo. Yeah. I, I guess like I made just, that up. I mean, <laughs> again, we have to look into the historical accuracy of right. the film because Neil Armstrong... I feel Armstrong, like maybe they weren't actually friends. I don't know. You, but, like, that's there's no way they weren't. They had to have been at least acquaintances. Like co-workers. They're just like just stuck co-workers. In a, yeah, they're stuck in a little, Maybe. little spaceship together. But that was <laughs> it didn't feel right, the relationship. Neil Armstrong also didn't like I admittedly only know so much about him and I really the most notable thing I know about him it's is like a biker, fact, right? Yeah. (laughs) Trumpet players? I was telling someone the other day I was gonna watch First Man and he made a reference to Lance Armstrong in a joke about doping and doing steroids and I was like didn't they make a documentary like Icarus or something? (laughs) But no, Neil Armstrong, his character throughout the movie feels like like he's so tight throughout the whole movie. He's like so determined and he's never really like very human. He feels very robotic. Like when they ask him in the press conference how he feels about being selected, he's just quote unquote pleased. And then he doesn't know how to tell his mm-hmm. children that like he refuses to even tell his children yeah. he might not come back. And then all of a sudden like you get this moment where he's on the moon and he feels so human. When yeah. he says that oh God, the that. small step for man and leap for mankind, that Neil Armstrong that I always hear about does not equate to the Neil Armstrong I saw in the movie. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm if totally makes, with you. Yeah. yeah, I mean, the whole movie they paint this picture has he's like this like reclusive guy who can't speak his emotions. Yeah, and, like, doesn't say anything about his like dead daughter and like. I didn't even know clearly, he had a dead daughter. Actually, I, yeah, is that I don't even know if that's true. Well, 
Oh, I hope so. <laughs> I really hope they didn't add this yeah. huge emotional arc to his character for the movie. Yeah. But, yeah, no, like, I mean, there's so much emotion that he wouldn't, like, ever reveal to, like, his wife, his kids, yeah. like, his friends. Like, I mean, this, like, Kyle Chandler's character, like, didn't even know yeah. about that until he revealed it to him later on. And there's something about the fact that his daughter has that much weight and significance to him throughout the movie. Like, mm. I'm not saying the loss of a child is something to smile over, but it feels like Neil's Arm- Neil Armstrong's entire character throughout the movie is defined by that event in his life. I mean, yeah, but, like, wouldn't it? You know, yeah. No, 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 but, like, you, there's the moment where the... Can't even imagine. Like, where where his wife, Jan, is talking to the neighbor, and she's saying how in college Neil was so stable, and he knew what he wanted, and mm-hmm. she was looking for this normal life with him, and... But you never get this idea from him that he's stable or wants, like, a normal life at all. Like, again, he right. doesn't even want to tell his children he might not come back from the moon. Like, but, he yeah, completely well, dismisses mind. his two sons, I feel. Yeah. But you have to keep in mind, like, the mo- the movie version we saw was, like, post-death of his daughter for almost, like, the entire, like, besides, like, the first two minutes or whatever. Yeah. So you're seeing, like, this damaged Neil Armstrong that, like isn't giving, like, time to his, like, other children and, like, isn't speaking to his wife. But, like, maybe he was like that before and, like, maybe. in college and yeah. stuff. There was just something about... And then, I, don't, I don't know. Maybe there was just something about the daughter that, that passed away that had so much weight in the movie. Mm. And it's an arc I don't necessarily understand. Because it doesn't seem... Like, we don't see Neil Armstrong, like, being very human again until he throws away her bracelet on the moon. Yeah. It's an interesting choice to, like, not show what he was like before his the death of his daughter. Exactly. But I feel like, to me, it kind of added some weight when they showed that final scene. Because, like, the whole movie, you're waiting for this catharsis of have him, like being able to release this emotion and he never does it yeah and then like when he finally does it on the moon you can like see like how isolated he really feels and like all these emotions he's just been built up for like years and years yeah let's be real we saw it coming from a mile away as soon as he took that bracelet oh, and put it in yeah. his drawer and when well, they yeah. ask him what are you taking to <laughs> the, moon? the beginning of the movie yeah it's like well, yeah, as soon yeah, as, as, soon as they're like oh what are you gonna bring to the movie yeah. it's like fuel like, <laughs> it's like nah, yeah, you're bringing yeah. your dead daughter's yeah, yeah. bracelet and you're putting it on the moon yeah that, um, it was a very obvious motif <laughs> like, it was it was a dangling um, cause or whatever they call it yeah but <laughs> I don't know that there was just something about that just bothered me a little bit and I think that just tied into who Neil like how Neil Armstrong was portrayed in the movie but that's only one gripe, I guess, with the movie I had. One of several, actually. Yeah, uh, there's, yeah, there's some stuff I had. I think that was problematic in the movie. Yeah. But... Let's start with the good things. I feel like we got yeah, really no, deep I, into this whole, really quick. Yeah. Let's start with the good things. I we were talking about the aesthetics. We liked the aesthetics. The aesthetics was cool. Yeah. Although I don't know, it was cool, but maybe just because I like I made that video where I added the grain on top of it like you realize how like maybe it, it was it, maybe it was just fake I don't know it felt a little amateurish yeah. like well I liked it I think overall I just like it felt like he shot it on film almost and then just like added a grain and added some little like specks in the in the film to make it look old maybe I've never made a movie personally <laughs> so I enjoyed it. it I thought it was and a I, movie. I was I think I preferred it over like 
I don't know if they shot it as if it was just like modern day and it was like the whole thing was crisp. I think it would have lost a lot. Yeah. So I, I appreciate the choice they did. Well, I read an article. Um, like someone did an interview with Damien Chazelle and he said that the intention of the movie is to put the the movie watcher into the shoes of someone like living in the 60s, into the shoes of Neil Armstrong, really. Um, and you get a chance to really see the world as they did. So if you look at it from that perspective, it's almost like a conflicting choice to make it grainy and feel like it's film. Because you see mm. like a movie like Gravity with this beautiful right. cinematography and crystal clear graphics. Right. Um, and it's in space and it's kind of the same thing. But it doesn't have yeah. that graininess. And I wonder, would it have been cooler? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. if it re- but like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, well, I feel like the thing is, like, with this choice, it makes you, like, look at it from, like, a third-person perspective. Like, you're looking at his life from, like, a documentary home video-style perspective, like, the entire time. Yeah, but then so many times... I feel like an outsider looking in. Sure, but then there are so many moments where they put the camera as though you're in a first-person view from Neil Armstrong. That was weird. Yeah, I thought that was weird. Like, when he he has to use the escape pod or whatever yeah. off that thing and the, exactly. the, and the spatial exploded yeah. and they show this like GoPro shot of him like falling back down yeah or there's like when he's weird, in that machine like... at the very beginning that like spins him around a ton or when he's crossing the bridge to mm-hmm. get onto the Apollo 11 flight right it's like it's like pick pick what you're gonna do like if you're gonna do like this whole yeah. like home video style like then that shot doesn't exist in the 60s like you can't have a GoPro shot it really doesn't like, so you just you have to pick you yeah know? like and you can definitely have both in the movie but they mm-hmm. have to have a more clear tie-in to the story so like you can do the home video aspect when he's on earth yeah but then going to space is super sciencey and new age and mm-hmm. so at that point you start using you get rid of the graininess and use a digital shot yeah, and that's probably a part of it too. Is like this whole like, te- like technology is improving and like the space age is mm-hmm. like this new wave. So like the film quality gets better when they when they do this because it's like a new era for man kind of thing. Does it? Yeah, I mean like the film becomes like this like IMAX quality when they're on the moon. That's true, but it takes like a good two hours to get to that point. Yeah, but they don't get to the moon. And then for two hours. <laughs> at the point, and then they do actually do that, and then they cut back to some like home literal home videos yeah. of like, memories that Neil Armstrong has with his daughter. And those look very home vo- video. Really yeah, they, they, they up the graininess. They, and they really up, up yeah, the graininess. It was, yeah. Yeah. Actually, when well, I first, when yeah, I no first saw it, I thought that I didn't realize it was Ryan Gosling, and I couldn't reckon that, like, the wife's uh, hair was in the way. And I was like, is this actual home video stuff? Because I just yeah, saw Black Klansman. And yeah. so I saw, it's like, believing. the ending of it's Black Klansman. Yeah, exactly, it is. Um, um, but that was cool. I keep saying cool. It was an entertaining movie, guys. I, I will complain a lot about it, but that's what I do. <laughs> yeah. Now, I think there, may, there might be, like, a deeper meaning behind, like, when they up the graininess when he's looking on the moon. Yeah. Like, he's so far removed from Earth that, like, this home video thing, like, it just, it's so, like, lost to him. Like, now, yeah. like, he's remembering it as if it's a memory and he can't, like, reach it. So the, the graininess, like, just increases. And then he drops, like, the... the yeah. yeah. Uh... It was good, though. I really liked it and enjoyed that. Ultimately, the yeah. graininess was weird. I liked it. I, yeah, I, no, it's a choice. Yeah, when he, the movie first started, choice. when the movie first started, I looked at this and I was like, "Oh, this is, this is an interesting perspective and a, a cool way to do this." But yeah, no, that was good. Aesthetics were um, good. Other good qualities. At the sound design was awesome. Oh my god, it was so. Cool. I think it being was, in the theater oh. was just made it even better. Yeah. But like, 
Wow. It just really took my breath away several yeah. times. The way, um, yeah, the way they would, like, make you take your breath away like that, like, they would remove all the sound. I love when they do that in space movies. It's, it's so cool. Just, it's like, so Interstellar cool. did that great. They just, like, take yeah. away all the sound. You're just, like, sitting in a, a theater. Yeah. No one's speaking. No one, like, wants to, like, eat another bite of popcorn. Yeah, all <laughs> like, you hear is just the AC in the theater running behind you. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. <laughs> Everyone's just so engrossed in it. Like, that's awesome. It was. I love it was really that. cool. And just, there were just... Uh, whether it's like the crunch of him walking or the mm-hmm. car turning on and him driving away, burning out or whatever, um, something launching off the rocket ship or various things like that. The sound design was just great. And then the music was also awesome. Yeah, let's talk about the music. Yeah. Oh, oh, so, so it was It was great. Justin Hurwitz again yeah. who did like every Damien Chazelle yeah. so like Whiplash and yeah. La La Land. Great. It was I was, great. I was really excited a little nervous because I was like, how is Justin Hurwitz going to like do a score yeah. for like a space movie when he's mm-hmm. done like jazz music for the past like 10 yeah. years? <laughs> but I, I didn't have, I didn't, I didn't have too many doubts. No, I knew was, you could pull it off. Yeah. It's funny. Every time we talked about this movie, the, the very like second thing after was, oh my yeah. God, we have to see it was, I wonder how the music is going to yeah. be. I was like, I can't wait to hear this yeah. music. I, yeah. Because the score I, was great. I am downloading was. this immediately after oh the show. Oh my God. It was, <laughs> And they're playing it's, it's the been credits. in my head. I've been like humming it for the past hour. And a half. Yeah, and I didn't really realize that they kept repeating the same mo- motif of music until mm. the credits. And I was like, "Whoa, I've heard this before." Yeah. Um, what was cool is they they did very different variations of it throughout mm-hmm. the movie. Like one would yeah. be this very personal one at home, and then like they did the same thing when he's like landing, and it's like this yeah. huge like orchestral like Hans Zimmer esque score. Yeah. And they're like, "Oh wow, this is this awesome!" Like yeah. chills on that moon landing scene. Yeah. Like, Wow. <laughs> and just generally outside, like, the actual score, like, the moments where they do play music in the background, I mm-hmm. think was also really yeah, artistic. They, yeah, the choices they used for the music, too, yeah. that were and just, it, like, songs were cool. Yeah, and it forces you a little bit to step back and be, like, compare, like, how the music feels with the rest of the scene, and yeah, it takes you places. Yeah. No, I hope people go into this knowing that there's going to be a good score, because I feel like the trailers didn't, like... There was no, like, great music in the trailers. Like, yeah. no, the trailer didn't really sell me on this movie, honestly. No, it really didn't. Like, if I... I mean, I was going to see it regardless because of Damien Chazelle. And, yeah, it's the names attached Ryan to it Gosling that bring you and, in. Like, yeah, but, like, the actual, like... And the, and the plot, I guess, is, like, interesting enough alone. Yeah, you, you just tell someone, like, it's about Neil Armstrong, yeah. and then... So maybe that was the point. Like, the trailer didn't need to show much. <laughs> it was yeah. like, hey, this movie's coming out. But, no, like, the, the, trailer trailer, was, yeah. the trailer was weird. It... Mm. No, that, don't don't watch the trailer, guys. Just watch the movie. Just go see the movie. It's yeah. definitely worth it. <laughs> At this point, you probably have if you're still listening. <laughs> yeah. Um, other cool things. The camera work was cool. Um, I okay, mean, I it, will it, contest that slightly. Okay. Well, it, I mean, it it worked to the style that I think they were going for of like they're doing all these little zoom things. Like you're like it's like some like mom just like videotaping her kids and like she doesn't know how to work a yeah. camera. So yeah. it's like shaky cam and it's all handheld and they'll zoom in and like. And it's just a matter of like whether you get annoyed by it after two and a half hours of watching. Well, no, this. I got annoyed by it. Yeah, and that's fair. So the good parts about the camera angles and the shots were more of maybe like the still moments where they just like leave the camera running on a on a set and you just see what happens, mm-hmm. um, or when it's like exploring the base and like the the rocket launch area and all that around um, the story or. He decides to like focus on the reflection in the, a puddle before zooming up. Uh, or yeah. my favorite shot probably in the movie, and it I, it hurt me that it lasted for probably only two seconds, was when it's like 
in the middle of the night and it's absolutely dark and you just see the illuminated rocket ship right before takeoff mm. of the Apollo 11 and you see that in all its color and yeah. it's just black and it's in the center of the screen and it's this giant screen and you're just standing and you're like you you feel like in awe of this giant thing yeah um now, I mean, there are many shots in there that were just like, yeah, like I wanted to like want to frame that. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, number right. one, definitely. Sorry, number one was when <laughs> after the the lunar test vehicle crashes and Ryan Gosling gets up and you see the burning heap of metal and he's just standing there looking back at it and there's mm-hmm. the grains by his feet and there's just like really weird juxtaposition of like man trying to conquer space and then he's in just this plane uh these mm. planes i guess not plane um i yeah. love it it was like this crystal blue day and then there's this burning fire with all this black smoke coming out and ryan gosling is all cut up and bleeding and bruised yeah that's that, that's a great shot i love I that shot that yeah. yeah there's so many i mean like i really love the shot like when he first lands on the moon and they show like right he's like right up close to the camera with his face and then they just pans around like yeah. 360 degrees yeah for like 30 seconds you just take in the moon mm-hmm. like I, I felt that like I, yeah. I was like i wanted more of that i was like wow that i feel like i just landed on the moon for the first <laughs> time like, i was like i can't even imagine what he's feeling like yeah. that's so cool and it's actually funny because there's no instance in which i just sit down and watch 30 seconds of a panoramic of the moon because it kind of all looks the same. Yeah. But the no, way this they was done well. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, my issues with the camera work. Okay. God, it was so shaky and the zooming was so <laughs> weird. Like when, yeah. when, um, that scene I was just talking about when Ryan Gosling gets all cut up after the mm-hmm. crash, um, you see his wife right before he walks into his house, his wife at home, and she's trying to smoke a cigarette and she can't light it, which mm-hmm. is a cool little. I guess, detail about her. She's, like, really anxious and all that. But the camera is just as shaky as she is. And it's really frustrating. Yeah, it becomes a bit of a problem. It's like, okay, we get it, you're doing this home video thing, but just, like, put it on a, like, at least a Steadicam. He (laughs) he constantly, like, zooms in a ton, and then he's like, oh, I zoomed in too much, let me zoom back out a little bit. Like, he's some 14-year-old in high school, like, directing a movie, and the 14-year-old doesn't care what grade he gets on his project. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I mean, they're trying to go for, like, this home video thing with it, but, like, they did, a, they did, I think they did one too many yeah. Zooms. <laughs> like in the like, press conference. Okay, we, yeah, at like the press conference, they did another Zoom. Like, yeah, okay, we get it. Someone like, in the audience was asking a question, and then the camera's like, oh my god, where is this guy? Let me find him. It's like, no, just do a regular cut. Yeah, it's like and the just office show style like, yeah, filmmaking. This isn't The Office. This is a two and a half hour movie. Yeah. That is not The Office. Yeah. I think that was just like my only gripe with like the aesthetic. It's just like, it's, like, so much of an aesthetic that it's, like, okay, chill. Like, let me just, like, be a yeah. part of the story. <laughs> like, yeah. It's, like, he's, like, he's being, like... I, I love the point he makes with it of, like, the dichotomy of, like, home and the moon and, like, what that entails. But I, yeah, I think he's just, like, it's a little pretentious <laughs> at the same time. I agree. <laughs> it was... It was um, too much. That's too much, man. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know. I appreciate what he did. It's just, like, personally, a little over the top. Agreed. But yeah, okay. Um, and then performances too, just like Ryan Gosling. He's a awesome. oh my god, <laughs> awesome. He's so, such a good actor. He, every, I've been saying this for years. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, definitely. I think I said this the other day. Like when 
I was in middle school and Ryan Gosling first started, or maybe mm-hmm. that was, I don't know when I, when, where I was in life, but I remember thinking of Ryan Gosling as like, oh, he's just a, another one of those guy actors that yeah, all these middle school, like, yeah. preteen girls are obsessed with. He's never yeah, going to be a real exactly. actor. Like, I get it. Like Taylor Lawrence <laughs> or whatever, but... Yeah. No, Ryan yeah. Gosling, man. He's an actor. He, he is. He is a very underrated actor, in my opinion, I feel like from at least like the mainstream audience. Yeah, I think he's getting but, into the mainstream now. Uh, After La La Land, he gained recognition. Helps. Yeah. But like before that, people thought of him as like the crazy, stupid love guy, I feel like. Yeah, true. Where, like that kind yeah. of character where he's just like this like gelled hair, slick suit kind of guy. He's not. But like he's been doing indie films for a while, like <sighs> Blue Valentine, Place Beyond the Pines, like all these like really indie films yeah. that are like... Just stellar performances. Yeah, he oh, he's good about great. really getting into like the quirks and nuances of a character. I feel. Um, right. I love that the very beginning of the movie, that scene of him crying after his daughter's funeral. Yes, and that 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 yeah. was a long take too, and they just let him do it, and it was like ugly crying. Too. Yeah. If you ask me personally, they ended that too quickly. It was. Really? I I don't know if you remember, but he's like sobbing and he's really ugly, crying, and all of a sudden it cuts to him opening the drawer, throwing the bracelet, and then shutting it, and they mm-hmm. skip to a scene, and that whole like transition takes two seconds, and I feel okay. like they lose some of the sentimental value. Yeah, a bit, because like I immediately got like obvious comparisons to like Arrival, because like the yes. first six minutes of Arrival, like, the, the child dies too, yeah. so like. That's what I was thinking, and I feel like Arrival had a bigger punch. Like, I, I cried at the beginning of Arrival. Yeah. Let's go <laughs> yeah, watch that think, scene after this. Honestly. <laughs> didn't we say that last episode? Let's go watch Probably. the end of Arrival. <laughs> it's a good movie if you guys haven't seen it right now. <laughs> but, yeah. But, I, like, I wasn't as quite as emotionally invested at the beginning of this film. Like, no. emotional for sure, but I, not, my, not My eyes welled up a level. bit. There were some tears. Yeah. But, but it, it they wasn't... weren't streaming. Yeah. <laughs> Arrival there was streaming. We get it. You're emotional. <laughs> but Ryan Gosling takes it away. I didn't like his wife. Oh, really? I was about to say I loved his wife. No, she was annoying. Really? I also didn't like the way she was written, I think, was part of it. Really? I thought they gave her more screen time than probably was in, like, in the book or whatever. In the book. <laughs> it's based on a book. Is it? Yeah, it's based on, like, a biography of him. Oh, interesting. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I just assumed it was based on the Well, it's based on events. real life, but yeah. Um, there's a book called First Man, I, I think, don't know. So. There was something about his wife that felt a little just hard on the edges. Yeah, but that's her character. I think she's, like, this anxious character, and, like, she's been so frustrated for the past 10 years of, like, her husband not being able to, like, reveal his true emotions, and, like, she's just so fed up with it. Like, that's what makes that last scene, like, I think the best scene in the entire film. Like, when mm-hmm. they when they come back and, like... They left on horrible terms, and then he's had this like, like change, like one of a kind experience, and like, and he comes from the moon and has this emotional arc, this catharsis with his daughter, and he comes back, and she's unknowing of all of that, and like, there's just still this horrible tension, and they don't have to say any words, but you can just tell like he has this desperation to like, reconcile with his wife, and that's why he puts the hand on his on the mirror, and then she doesn't do it back, and like it's just like this, it's just so powerful to me, and like. They don't say anything. It's just all in their like their eyes. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I I see that scene bothered me a, a little bit because it felt like they had they reconciled, but they didn't because they didn't talk about anything. I don't know. That just feels like real to me, like in a relationship of like like they're not reconciling it, but like they're like they're like agreeing that they want to move past it. They aren't quite reconciling it. I, I don't know. Like I felt. Especially, like, Ryan Gosling, I just, like, felt the emotion of, like, suppressed emotion, 
and having this catharsis without her. Like, I just like, I don't know. Like that last scene when he sees her, like I felt what he felt. I don't Ryan Gosling does a great job in that scene of conveying yeah. that he that Neil Armstrong doesn't know what he wants to say or how he wants to react. Yeah, he, he does. He has many emotions, but he doesn't know how to say that. I agree. And yeah, but his wife doesn't know any about anything. Like she comes in just like after. But she's so angry. Like still. three weeks. Exactly. She's still so angry. She comes in after three weeks, and they don't say anything. And the scene ends as though, and the movie ends actually with you feeling like they figured it out, but they didn't. Really? I didn't feel like that. I felt like they were just like, they didn't figure anything out, but like they want to. Like, it's like kind of hopeful at the end, but like they didn't. Okay. Like, there was no resolution for them. Okay, so we agree that there's no resolution, but we don't agree <laughs> on whether we feel like. They're pretending there was a resolution. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Fun fact about Neil Armstrong, he got divorced in 1994. Um, oh, really? Yeah, I read it on his Wikipedia. I okay. don't know how I ended up on his Wikipedia, but I feel like it's not a long stretch after watching this movie. <laughs> yeah. Acting was great. Um, yeah, now the acting... The yeah. kid, his oldest son, was incredible in the one scene he's, like, important. Oh yeah, where he like he yeah yeah where he like shakes his hand yeah. instead of hugging him. Yeah, the handshake like, was good. That was wow. Yeah, and then you just like see Ryan Gosling, and he's like literally just doesn't know what to do, and you feel like there's this collapse from within him in this entire situation. He treats it so professionally, like he's looking talking to his kids about yeah. he might die, and he's like, any other questions? And then this yeah, he doesn't know how to say it to them. Like he, I don't know. It's just like I feel like there's a way to do it beyond. We have a chance yeah. of success, and we feel prepared. Yeah, no, but I don't know. At the same time, like, I can't... Be your kids. Give them a hug, man. Yeah. I feel like I just can't, I can sometimes, like, relate to, like, not being able to say what I, like, think. Sometimes like, you just gotta... Just get it out. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I, I, I could feel, like, that he wanted to say more, but he couldn't. Like, he didn't yeah. know how. No, there, there like, was definitely... he wanted definitely, to say yeah, bye to his kids. I, yeah, he there just was, didn't, there he was didn't know how, so he was just gonna not yeah. do it. His older son, again, that kid was a great little moment for him he's gonna do big things someday i have no idea what his name is i don't know um i like that all right what what else are the positives that we can talk about um that was really i think that was the main positives i mean yeah we talked about the last scene i think yeah i think i got my point in okay i love that scene um i noticed there was a lot of intertwining of politics into the movie yeah, I have that as a discussion point, so let's just get right into that. Okay, so there were, <laughs> I'm going to just do a quick little rundown of my thoughts. Um, it feels like throughout the movie, they're trying too hard to push on this notion that, like, Congress doesn't support, it's super expensive, whatever. But the scene that I really liked that, like, I guess turned me around on the politics aspect of the movie was when you have the the one guy who's, like, doing slam poetry, like, the black kid who's saying, Mm -hmm. um, we don't have sinks and toilets, whatever, but Whitey on the moon? And I was like, oh, that this is good stuff. Like, now this is hitting home. Now I'm getting it. Okay, so that's interesting, because I I had heard about it, like, before the movie came out, that a lot of people are, like, hating on this film for being, like, too liberal. (laughs) Like, and, like, it's supposed to be, like, this patriotic film of an American hero, and they're purposely avoiding that and, like, playing today's, like, social climate. Which I feel like is kind of interesting because they, they add that scene. Do you think that's true? I don't know. But I can see their argument a little bit with the, the, the scene where they add, like, the blacks' perspective before he goes mm-hmm. up on that one mission. And, like, there's this, like, the whitey on the moon kind of thing or whatever. Like, 
that it's like yeah that's not re- totally relevant but it adds like a more holistic perspective of the, yeah. like, what's that was happening in the times like i feel like it almost be unfair to only show yeah. what the whites are thinking in the 60s well so this. here was my take on it initially before that scene i was like okay this whole paul like this is unnecessary like this is supposed to be a a biopic about Neil Armstrong going to the moon, his personal life, all that. Mm-hmm. Politics doesn't have a say in all of this because we know what we know they went to the moon eventually, so there's no reason to make make this some sort of point of contention. But then when they start talking about Vietnam and they start talking about like the way the money could be spent otherwise and the social as- the social issues that are being mm-hmm. very neglected in that era are where I start realizing like Interesting, like this is an interesting, like a, a cool yeah. take. But I still don't know, like if if we're gonna give the po- the po- arc of the politics in the movie a score of one to ten, I give it like a six because I don't know how it plays into the movie on a grand scale. Yeah. See, what's interesting about it, and I'm not sure how, totally how I feel about it yet, but it's not a biopic. I wouldn't I wouldn't call this movie a biopic. I wouldn't show this movie in schools. I no. It's it's not a movie you play on when it's like movie day and you watch. We stuff were just about talking about figures this morning. Yeah, like hidden figures is that movie. Like that's the movie. I, yeah. I don't like that movie. <laughs> but like this movie, it's like it's more about his relationship with his wife, his personal struggles. It's about like the social climate. Like they they address a lot more things than just some patriotic American hero story. Yeah, I don't think it ever actually was about some patriotic hero story. Like, yeah. obviously, they have to tie in the whole space race thing with the Soviet Union because that's that was such a big part of, right. of getting the U.S. to the moon eventually. But they don't capitalize on that very much. Like, they don't talk about that. So it loses part of its, like, patriot, uh, patrioticism. Is that the word? Patriotism. Oh, patriotism. <laughs> that's it. Like, we'll cut that out. <laughs> no, I won't. <laughs> oh. Um... Yeah, yeah. No, I think what was especially noticeable about it is that when he says the line like "one small step for man, Mm -hmm. one large leap for mankind," that felt so jarring in this film. Like it did. That was the that was the one line I was like expecting for this movie. Everyone is expecting it. Everyone is looking for that line, but when it finally comes, you're like underwhelmed. That doesn't make any sense from what I've just seen for the past two hours of his character. Like, why would he say that? Like, it was weird, and I think. I'm not totally sure, but it didn't sound like Ryan Gosling when he said it. I think they might have used the real voice for the recording, maybe, which I think almost just adds to it. It's like it's not even his voice, so it just distances himself from it. Yeah, I could be wrong, but I just it didn't sound like him. Yeah, I actually did try listening to some of the earlier record, like in the during the movie when there was stuff over the radio and Ryan Gosling is talking. I listened. I was like, no, this is definitely Ryan Gosling. Mm-hmm. So I kind of just assumed when they did the no, the small step for man. Leave for yeah. mankind thing. I just it assumed be. it was Ryan Gosling, but if that's the case, that could be. I think a it adds really to interesting it. little. Like, yeah, just such a small little like. Yeah, it's a small thing, but it, it took me out yeah. more. I was like, why? What? Why is this line like? It's important no. for like America, and like that's the line we remember. But it's not important to the story. Like it's yeah. not important to him. Yeah, he just said it. No, know? the line like, definitely was jarring and weirdly underwhelming because that's right. such a large statement. For humanity, like you, you hear in elementary school and you get goosebumps or something. But oh, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but this, it was like, affecting just, like, when I heard it in real life, but not when I hear it in the movie. Yeah, because um, they don't make the movie about it. Yeah, which I really like. I think exactly. Yeah, and then they also take away from the patriotism part when they highlight the fact that 
million, hundreds of millions of people around the world are watching this, and they show like clips of people in, in like China and Russia and all over the world watching it, and they have all the newspapers and magazines from different countries right. and different languages. Yeah. And I think that adds to the fact that man on the moon isn't about um, like the first American on the moon, like, and that's why it's called first man. Yes, it's like this is this is a human being. Yep, on the moon. That was my other thing. Is so. This movie that also got a lot of flack because um, that everyone like everyone thinks it's like an American story, but they take out America from this. They make it a much more of a worldly perspective, like with yeah. those like the magazines and mm-hmm. stuff and the newspapers and stuff. And then like what everyone got really mad, a lot of conservatives got really mad, is that they don't so put, the, they yeah. don't put the flag in the yeah. moon, the, the American flag in the moon, mm-hmm. which is like iconic of course like to like land that is america taking over the moon yeah so i could see people like especially like very patriotic people who come to see this movie Mm -hmm. expecting that scene and then they don't get it yeah sorry y'all you're not going to (laughs) (laughs) but it's like i I don't know like i kind of like it like it's not about america it's about man it's exactly progress and man reaching to the moon it's like it's Mm -hmm. more important than a country it's a world yeah and it and if they had included that, it wouldn't have felt right because you have this whole like these two hours building up, and it's so it they never talk about the space race really. They hardly talk about like Americans need to be first. So it wouldn't have felt right to see this broken, kind of unsure of himself Neil Armstrong to like so confidently plant that flag into the moon. Yeah, I, I would have just it would have added totally to that like out of placeness yeah. that the line gave, and I think that was enough. Um, but also like I don't know, maybe if if it was in the movie, like I don't even know if I would really have noticed. Maybe I would have. Maybe it would have been jarring. But at the same time, like I expected it, so like yeah, would have taken me out. Like, that's a that's a good point. I wouldn't have actually. Because I feel I like they're know. getting more attention from it for not including it than mm-hmm. like if they just included it. So like it's, yeah. it's, I think it's very intentional when they filmed it that they didn't include it. So yeah, no, it had to. He's making been a statement with it. Yeah, but I thought it was. I liked it. It was. Yeah, no, I think I liked the message. Um, yeah, and then other people also got mad about, um, like the other week too, because the, the like three main actors are not American, and it's supposed to be like some American story. Like Ryan Gosling's Canadian, Claire Foy and Jason Clark are both like British, I think. So just like that's another thing. It's like people are getting mad about that. Like, <laughs> this is an American story. Why aren't you casting Americans? Like, I think it's stupid. But so, <laughs> I'm just gonna refrain from yeah. adding anything. <laughs> He's just sighing. He's just heavy sighing over there. A lot of eye rolling. This yeah. is just that's such a dumb thing. That who cares? I, I agree. It's, who cares? Yeah. What? They're playing American. If, it, if they were playing a British man for some reason, then I'd be like, whoa, yeah. he's American. You can't just change that. <laughs> But like, he's he's Canadian. It's like yeah. basically American. <laughs> All right. Um, but yeah, um, I do want to talk about the pacing issues a little bit, or like what I thought the issues were with it. Ooh, pacing. <laughs> yeah, it, it dragged on a bit. I was, I'm also, just, I was, I'm really tired. <laughs> so in the movie, yeah. I was a little tired and it was a little toasty in there, and I was just like, uh, I don't know. Like I was, I didn't doze off or anything, but I was definitely getting a little bored in the middle of it. There was a guy that just got up and left once they got to the moon. Oh really? Yeah, he was some, there was, was some guy the sitting. Yeah, was the there was some part. guy sitting right behind us. He's like, "All right, they're at the moon. Great, <laughs> I saw the movie." Uh-huh. <laughs> um, Man, I wonder if that happened in the first five minutes. If you just also would have left. <laughs> yeah, engagement did break for me a little bit halfway through. I really had to pee. It was just 
Yeah. It would, yeah. It's similar to how I feel about P.T. Anderson with some of his films, is that they're so long that some of these scenes he includes in movies, like the, I think The Master is a good example of this. Some of the scenes are some of the best ever yeah. in film ever. Like, it's just, like, the most captivating thing, and you're like, this is the best thing ever. And then there's some scenes that drag on, and you're, like, getting kind of bored. Okay, so what scenes would you have cut down? Because I can definitely think of moments where I was like, I think the Ugh. whole, whatever, that second mission, like, the middle mission in the movie. Gemini 8? Gemini 8, yeah. Oh, and they nearly break down. That was, yeah. like, a 20 to 30-minute sequence, and if it not could longer. have been 10. Like, they do this whole training thing, this whole takeoff thing. They do, like, this entire thing. And they like, do the space and the, and yeah. the, the catastrophe. It's like, is it, like, yeah. I feel like to casual yeah. watchers, it's like they would have thought that was the moon part. Because, like, that would have, <laughs> you know, like, then it wasn't the moon. And they're like, wait, where's the moon? <laughs> just get, imagine if that guy just got up and left after the, the All right, takeoff. they made it to the moon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need to see them get there. I already know. Yeah. Yeah, I see what... Yeah, no, there was... There so were issues. That, yeah. it's, it's a long movie. Like, did it need to be that long? Mm. Like, two hours and 20 minutes or whatever this is? Yeah, like. and, and the other thing was... I'm going to go back into the storyline because this was another thing with pacing. They talk so much about death in the first half of the movie, and it... Mm. A lot of funerals. So many funerals, and I understand why his daughter's is important, but there are some other ones... Where I'm like not even sure who died. Oh, I mean, was, I, I that was the second when, when, the second yeah. funeral. I was like, who is this dude that just died, and who is Buzz Aldrin, and why is he such a cock, and why is he saying like this guy <laughs> doesn't know how to fly a plane and land it correctly? That funeral, the one where Ryan yeah. Gosling leaves at like yeah, that. That was I think it was Jason Clark's character, right? I think. They had, like, some sort of, like, bond over the years. Like, he was, like, one of the first guys to be a part of the space stuff. Yeah, so, but like, this is, like, 30 minutes into the movie, so how well do we know him? I guess. That that part, there, I don't know. There was just, like, so many deaths, and it seems to take such a toll on Ryan Gosling, but then it's not... I think that's not... the point of showing it. Like, especially the scene with Claire Foy, like, his wife is saying, like, oh, this is, like, we had, like, four that year. Like, we got really good at funerals. I think that kind of thing to show it just adds to, like, his character development that he's like yes but he's been dealing with death for too many years and he's been keeping it but inside. then how does he deal with it i mean there's like that like catharsis on the moon at the end but at the end it's like he but that's just for it's real life like he's not gonna change like exactly. he's a person so he, then why do they have all the funerals that's it's to show it's, like it. It that just, he has emotion he just can't like like say it to people yeah. like if I could cut out a part of the film because it did feel a little long, it would mm. be those funerals. Yeah, I would keep I would keep aspects of it. I think the conversation about talking about the funeral in the car when he's talk when the wife is talking to the like the family or whatever, I think that's a good scene and that gives basically the same thing that the funeral scene yeah. actually does too. And I like the scene when Ryan Gosling finds out about the three pilots who die in the test. Mm. That and then yeah, he breaks the, the glass. That was awesome. That's awesome. That's a good that scene was, too. That was a really good scene. But again, but yeah, that's they didn't have to the, show the funeral. I, yeah. I agree with you. They're playing off the strengths of Ryan Gosling a lot in that scene. How he breaks the glass yeah. and you see him rapping. He's just gripping. His that's hand. what's cool about Damien Chazelle. I think is he he knows that Ryan Gosling is an awesome actor, so yeah. he'll leave scenes on for like a minute. Good. When a normal director probably would have left it on for ten Great. seconds. I don't care. It was and awesome. They, they let him act. <laughs> it was like, beautiful. There were many scenes in this where they just let Ryan yeah. Gosling act, and he was just hell yeah. Awesome. <laughs> it's great. Great okay. actor. I really, really want to talk about this. Um, did you feel any sort of, like, notes and tokens for 2001 Space Odyssey? 
I, I watched not the, watching the movie now. Really? Uh, okay, there was one part when they're in space, and I think it's when they're going to the moon, and you just see the whatever just kind of like spinning in blackness. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got, I don't know why, I just, I saw 2001 in that moment. There were a couple other, like, pieces. I okay. didn't write them down where I was like, oh, my God, is this Stanley Kubrick? Um, or, like, when That's they got to the moon, fair. Yeah. Um, I was like, I mean, Stanley Kubrick staged the moon landing, so they're probably just using <laughs> his old set. Um, <laughs> That's no, what you were thinking in that <laughs> It came right. to mind. I was like, should I lean over and tell Nick this? I was like, no, nah, he'll Glad get annoyed. You, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, should seriously, I, though, I noticed. I, I, I don't know if it was intended. I don't know if I'm totally misremembering uh, 2001. No, that's fair, because what I got, I got heavy Interstellar vibes, and Interstellar is like one giant homage to 2001, so that's like, yeah. it's the same thing, probably. Yeah, there were, and it was like the music, the way they have like the spinning, whatever, and there's like, when they're going to the moon, you just see this like little white dot traveling in blackness. Yeah, that was great. That please was great. tell me, please tell me that, you saw, two, that, that, that was where I saw okay. 2001, 100%. Yeah, some of those wide shots of space, yeah. and like him, the, the spaceship like coming mm-hmm. around like Earth, like yeah. the, it was like that crescent, like. Yeah, I feel that. Or too. like when uh, where's the giant baby gonna pop up? <laughs> I still don't get that movie. I I want I just don't. <laughs> I know. I wish I hadn't seen that, so I could just be like, "What the hell is that on the show?" <laughs> like, <laughs> be a great episode. The first time I saw two thousand one was over the summer, and um, I honestly, because it was better for me to have said I haven't seen two thousand one to people who have seen it than it is for me to say I've seen two thousand one and I was like, what the hell was yeah. that? <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it, but no one does, so it's okay. But there were, like, just so many little moments where I'm like, oh, my God, like, your boy Damien is, like, trying to give a little shout-out for Stanley Kubrick right now. Um, and I don't know if that was intentional or not. Probably. I, yeah. Kubrick's, like, a very influential director. He, he is, kind so. of. That totally was on my mind, and I just needed to get yeah. get that out there because I wanted to know if you thought the same. No, I see it. I didn't think it during the movie, but now that you say it, I'm like, yeah, I yeah. totally believe that. But that was that was a little interesting. If intentional or not, I like that. Yeah. So I do kind of want to compare that, just this movie, to other, like, space movies. Like, okay. similar to, like, 2001. Um, but there's, like, Interstellar, Gravity, The Martian. Gravity even sucks. Even Hidden Figures. Gravity sucks. I don't like Gravity? I hate that movie. Really? It sucks. Why? I don't know. I, it's a pretty movie. It's, like, like... Oh, yeah, Optic, I mean, I never watch it again. Yeah, it's optically uh, enjoyable, but the story is dumb. I don't know. Yeah, the story is very simple. Sandra Bullock isn't that good. Clooney's good, though. I like Clooney. He's hot, but, like... <laughs> He's so charming. I don't know. He I is love, charming. I just, like, love hearing him talk. No, I don't know. I don't like Gravity, but how does it compare to other movies? What, what do you think? Yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's an interesting take with this home, like like the it's not aesthetic a space that they do, and it's like, not really it is, a space but it's not movie. a space movie. And like the thing is, I've seen takeoffs of like spaceships so many times in mm-hmm. movies now that they got to do something like cool with it. This one you just know? felt accurate. Yeah, is where I'd put it. Yeah, but I think what was cool is that I felt Interstellar doesn't do this. Like it's like there's the scene where he, like he says bye to his daughter and then like you see the spaceship flying off and then you're in space. You don't see him in the spaceship really as during the takeoff or at least the actual launch. You see him mm-hmm. like prepping. Yeah. But in this movie, you are in it during the takeoff and you feel yeah. like the joltiness and like the well the, the camera the, doesn't stop yeah, shaking. Exactly. <laughs> but you feel the but fear that part works. and like that part. the like 
the, the just like un, like the, uncertainty. How yeah, the uncertainty. Yeah. Like you don't feel like you're safe in the spaceship. Like you feel yeah. like the metal falling apart, and, and you it, hear the creaking. Yeah, and just like seeing it on IMAX, it was just like I felt. Mm-hmm. That like they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> like I'm on this spaceship right now, and it could explode. Like people yeah. die from this. Like so that's that felt like, very yeah. realistic. Yeah, so I thought it was interesting in that regard. I don't know. I I just don't think I can compare it to like other space movies. It doesn't. It's like comparing apples to oranges at this point. Yeah. Except well, because it seems like there's one space movie every year that like NASA's promoting to like get people involved. Is in, NASA in, promoting in, this movie? Probably. Probably. There that's what happened with the Martian. Like <laughs> NASA backed it up, so like because they want people to like join NASA. Oh yeah. So like. Interesting. Yeah, I feel like this is the space movie of this year, I guess. But it's I, uh, coming out of it. I don't, like. I didn't really feel like it was a space movie. But it's yeah. going to be identified as a space movie. Yeah. Ultimately, yeah, I, it will be. That's just because it's about Neil Armstrong going to the moon, but it's not. It's about... It's a very personal story. Yeah. Which I love the direction they took with that. It was but, good. Um, yeah, and then, like, I, they do, I think, steal a little bit from, like, Interstellar of how they use the silences a lot. Like, Is that stealing or is that just being kind of, like, scientifically accurate? I mean, yeah, but, like, they didn't There's do it all the time. Point. They just, like, did it sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, Interstellar, like, was very strict about it. Like, it, they do no sound when it was space. And, like, First Man was kind of going in and out with it a little bit. Well, they were going in and out with it on perspective when they were out of it they were yeah. on radio frequencies and it was only like what yeah. they were saying to each other they don't hear anything outside that's true yeah this changed but perspectives it was good. more it was good and then they kind of steal a little bit from the docking scene from interstellar and the docking scene in interstellar did it better they did do it better <laughs> that that was a great yeah. tension-filled scene in interstellar and like this movie I, mean, I wouldn't be complaining like it was a totally fine scene in this film mm-hmm. it's just like because I've seen Interstellar, like, I've seen it done better now. <laughs> like, but yeah. th- this wasn't bad in this film. I'm going to stand by my guns. I'm just going to say it's not a space movie. Yeah. It was cool. It was fun to see space. Space is in it. Space is it's in not it. Space but you don't, it's not a biopic. D- guys, if you go and watch the movie I think you'll be kind of disappointed. You'll be disappointed. Because it doesn't really happen besides, like, the Gemini 8 thing, I guess. But it is, the yeah. moon, if you're going to see the moon, that's not until, like, two hours in. Exactly. At so, which like, point, like... At that point, you're too invested in the story that when he even <laughs> says that line, you're like... At which point, you'll no, be on the same page line. of us. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. Which is cool. I think that goes to the, the script a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's like they wrote it so well that you didn't even care about the most important part of the film. But the end, yeah. like the moon part was awesome. But like the line, yeah, yeah. it's not, that, not as important. Like if, I, if it wasn't as like crucial a line to like American history... Like, I don't know if it would have stood out in this movie that much. Yeah. Besides it being, like, jarring. But like, that, that's also just me knowing that line in advance, you know? I mean, who doesn't? Let's be real. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then... Not a space movie. That's the takeaway. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, w- I would not say it's a space movie. What's next um, on the little checklist you got? <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to compare it to, like, other Damien Chazelle movies. I was just about to ask that. Cool. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Excluding the first movie he made, like, Guy and Madeline on a park bench, which no one saw. I haven't seen it, so it doesn't matter. I never even saw it. I don't even think it's, like, available to rent anywhere, but... Um, so there's Whiplash, and then La La Land, and then this one. From now, I think it's too early to even say, but, like, from now, what are are your thoughts, and how does it rank? So, I hate to be that guy that says I haven't seen it, but I haven't seen Whiplash. Oh, you haven't seen Whiplash? No, I haven't seen Whiplash. I own it, dude. I know you own it. (laughs) What? You should have seen it. Oh, my God. Let's Look, go home and watch Whiplash. <laughs> it's 3 a.m. I'm a busy guy. I'm not doing that. But um, it's fine. I liked La La Land more. 
I'm not trying to be that like one white person in the crowd who said I like La La Land more, but (laughs) I love that movie, man. I've seen it like three times, I think. It's it makes me cry every time. It's Ryan Gosling is incredible there too, and Emma Stone's incredible there too, and the music is so well integrated with the movie, and I could go on about La La Land a long time. Yeah, it's fair. It's kind of tricky for me because they do different things in the film. They're such different movies. They're so different. So, like, La La Land is probably going to be more memorable. Yeah. And more rewatchable. Uh-huh. I'll rewatch First Man for sure, and I'm probably going to, like, buy it on Blu-ray or whatever, but, like... You gotta. I'm only going to pop it in, like, every so often. Like, La La Land, if anyone's watching it, I will absolutely join you. You're going <laughs> like, to pop in La La Land to actually watch it, see the story, listen to the music. Yeah. When you pop in First Man, ultimately you're going to sit down and see the beautiful shots and the the nice score in the background and you'll skip around various parts because let's be real you don't really? want to see all the f- I don't like when I watch I kind of disagree I think La La Land is one of those movies where you can pop in any scene like I I could see a scene then like have to go and like be fine leaving but I feel like first man like sure I'm not going to like randomly see it on TV but if I did I would end up sitting down and probably finishing the movie yeah, I get, actually, I get that's true. In. That's true. But it's like, first, La La Land's like, oh, cool, I just saw that number. I can, like, go, go to yeah. class now. <laughs> like, you know, like... Well, yeah. So I feel like that's a different. Like, in First Man, I, I, you got to give credit to that. Like, that's yeah. a movie that's so engrossing. It is. In the story and not even, like, the moon part. Like, it's just, yeah. it's just Neil Armstrong's life that you're engrossed in. So I'll, give, cool. I'll also give, like, other benefits to First Man. It's just... It's a prettier movie, I think. Mm-hmm. I like the cinematography more outside yeah. the shaking camera and the zooming and stuff um yeah. it's a really pretty movie there are some awesome shots yeah that's true i, I want, don't think it's gonna win any awards though for it i really want a poster of neil armstrong slash ryan gosling standing in those in those planes with a burning lunar test yeah. thing it was i want to so look up cool. on google see if there's any cool images of yeah. like things i like print one out yeah i'm like, just gonna go make my own poster and like print everything yeah, yeah. it was so cool no, there's many stills where i was like i just like i want to screenshot that yeah. right now like i just like i want that yeah <laughs> like that's awesome that's a great scene there were some awesomely artistic um, parts yeah so that was cool you want to talk oscar buzz yeah uh, let me just so like closing up on the the how right. it ranks i yeah. think yeah i think i love whiplash that's like one of my favorite films ever really? so like yeah Damn. i think that's gotta that's gotta be up there still I I don't even know though. Like they're all so good. It, this is like this is the same thing with uh, Denis Villeneuve when we were talking yeah. about Sicario. Yeah, this is like they're all so good. And How they're different movies. Them? It's hard to compare them because yeah, he, they yeah. tackle such different topics. And I'm glad Damien Chazelle made this movie though, because I think that this rebranded him a bit. Like you I think. think oh, true. Whiplash and La La Land yeah. are both kind of about jazz music, and his first film is like also very about jazz musical music. guy. And Justin Hurwitz, the composer, is like clearly loves jazz, so like <laughs> they're all big jazz guys. <laughs> like, I'm kind of glad that he like yeah. he took an effort. He didn't he didn't write this movie. He stepped he, out he of his comfort zone. Movies. Good for him. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Like the same thing how like Nolan did that with Dunkirk. Like that was like, the first war film he ever did. So I'm glad these directors are kind of stepping out of like their their niche. Christopher Nolan's awesome. Yeah, Christopher Nolan, <laughs> awesome great director. Um, but yeah, let's talk about Oscar buzz before we have to wrap mm-hmm. up. We got like five minutes left, so. Um, yeah, what do you think? Do you think there's, there's nominations and wins? What, any idea? It's not winning anything. Really? I don't think so. Really? Um, okay. I hope Ryan Gosling gets nominated for actor. 
Okay. I don't you think, think that's it. And then maybe like sound mixing. Okay. Huh. Okay. Maybe cinematography. Okay. I think best director because he won for La La Land and everyone loves Damon Chazelle. I think he'll get it's, nominated it's a, for director. I think he's getting nominated. I don't think he's gonna win. I think he get nominated. Yeah. Um, just because it's like a Damien Chazelle movie and everyone loves Damien Chazelle. Yeah. And this movie is like good directing. He actually not, did. Yeah, it was directed very well. Yeah, it, it was. was. It was good directing. Yeah. And, um, it's one of the best directed movies I've seen this year. I mean, like mm-hmm. Bo Burnham, I think did better, and but like he's not gonna get nominated. No, he's so. not. He's <laughs> such an outcast. Yeah. And then acting. I would love if Ryan Gosling got nominated or won, but I don't think he mm-hmm. will, unfortunately. I think Claire Foy nominated is more likely or to win. win. No. You don't think he's going to either? Hopefully a nomination. That'd be great. Yeah. I don't think he will. I think he's too He's too underappreciated. I don't think he's going to. I mean, nah, I guess he got nominated for La La Land. He's getting big now, the dog. Maybe. <laughs> I, hope, I, really, I really hope he dies. I sincerely hope yeah. he dies. You he think deserves it. You think Claire... I think Claire Foy, the wife. Yeah. Because she, she, she's like in The Crown, and she like wins every year for like The Crown for like the Emmys, so... I don't okay. think she should, but I think she will get nominated, which okay. is kind of a bummer. <laughs> yeah, I agree she shouldn't be nominated. Yeah. I'm going to off my opinion right now. I think it will get a Best Picture nomination. I think it will just because it has to. Yeah, and it's also like, Maybe. ooh, it's a different genre from the normal normal movie. It's not going to win, though. I don't think it's going to win. It's definitely not going to win. Um, it's not I the mind best picture. Winning. I've seen better movies this year. This year, really? What, what have you seen that's better? I'm just curious. The Blind Spotting, probably? Blind spotting, Black Klansmen were both better. Blind spotting was really? yeah, Black. Interesting. In a way, it depends on my mood, but definitely Blind Spotting was incredible. Black Klansmen was impactful, but I don't think I would. I wouldn't nominate it for best film. I just liked yeah. it more. <laughs> That's fair. Okay. Yeah. I'm, I'm I can't, trying I can't to think of what other movies I've seen this summer. <laughs> Incredibles two, easy easy shoe in. <laughs> I haven't seen that. Oh my god. Um, <laughs> I yeah. really I hope it gets at least one. Win because I think I think it can do I well in something should. like sound yeah. mixing. Sound mixing was awesome. It really was. Sound mixing, I, yeah, technical yeah. aspects, yeah. Sound yeah. mixing. Um, I don't it's, even know. Cinematography. I don't know what other movies are doing cool mm, stuff. I don't, I don't think it's. Mm, I don't think so. I don't think it deserves it. You're probably better on this. Guess, guessing this stuff than it's, I am. Yeah, I mean, you even like the shakiness of it. Like I don't know. Like it's true. a stylistic That's choice, true. but it felt kind of amateurish. Yeah. To me. Remember when know. we did the Oscar little competition, the oh, yeah. last Oscars, and I got maybe like three right, and you got three wrong. Yeah, I did great last <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, and there's awesome. a lot more <laughs> <laughs> categories than you'd expect. Yeah. I didn't do so hot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. We'll see. But I think it has potential to get a couple. I don't yeah. Think it's, I mean, it probably won't win anything, but, you know. Yeah. Such is life. All right. Um, and then, yeah, so closing up. Uh, final so, takeaways. Yeah, so final takeaways. Did your thoughts change as we talked about the film? Do you like it more or less? A little bit. Um, I like it a little more. Walking out of it, I was like, oh, my God, I have so many things I can talk about that mm-hmm. I didn't like that bothered me. Um, it kind of goes away a little bit. But yeah, Same as I La think La about La it more. There's, there's problems with La La Land, but I look Don't ever them. say that again. Don't yeah, ever say that again. There's problems with there La La Land. There are. I know. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, um, I like it more after getting the chance to talk about this. Um, I'll, like, easy pros and cons. Pros, it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, I, it's, I still can't get away of just how pretty some scenes in the movie are. I like that it took this, like, more of a personal, in-depth look of who Neil Armstrong might have been. Mm. Gonna put strong asterisks there because I don't know how accurate that is. Um, mm, and I like fair. the arc that they took. Cons, the weird shakiness of the camera. 
I thought his wife was annoying, but I guess you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then the pacing too. It's the a little pacing long. was a little long. But I mean, overall, like, it's a great movie. I'd give it a seven. Seven? I'm, I'm, a, I'm a harsh critic. Like, I'd give La La Land a nine, and you just heard how many rave about it. Like one of your Incredibles <laughs> 2 gets an 11. Incredibles 1 gets a 12. Monsters, Inc. 13. What is the scale? <laughs> no, but yeah. Is out of 10? Is that like 20? Out of 10. No, out of 10. Okay. Interesting. <laughs> Interesting. No, but yeah. Okay. New so then, uh, First Man. Yeah. You'd recommend it? I recommend. Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. Try seeing IMAX if you can. It's one of those movies that's better yeah. on a big screen with good speakers. At least a theater. Bare minimum, see this movie in a theater. If you can't afford the IMAX, that's understandable. I guarantee but... my brother's going to watch it in like eight months in bed on his laptop, and I'm going to yell that, at him for yeah, it. Yeah, it's not the type of movie. Ferris, it's one of those don't movies. do that. you got to go see in theaters. That's <laughs> the credit to Gravity, you know? That's like, true, yeah. I'm never going to watch that movie again, but it was great when I watched it. Yeah. Like, on the big screen like yeah. that. Yeah. Fair um, enough. But yeah, all right. So that about wraps it up. We kind of ran out awesome. of time a little bit. So, <laughs> thank right. you for having me on. Yeah, of course. Thanks for coming <laughs> on. Yeah, I'm sure you'll be back on again. You're always around somehow. <laughs> so. All right. So yeah, that about wraps it up for this episode. Thanks for listening, everybody. Um, and we'll have an episode next Monday. So, peace out. Stay tuned. Peace. <laughs>